Alright guys, so today on the Delusional Girls, are, we're going to do a couple different segments and all these segments are pretty much going to be, you know, us branching off on us getting to know each other a bit more on things we might not have known each other or maybe, you know, it's, you know, there's some deep, deep questions. This is some exciting segments we got for you. Our first one that we got right now is Never Have I Ever. And I'll start it off. All right. Just so you know, we're going to give a quick uh, why you did it, if you did do it, and if you would do it, just to make it a little juicier. So, oh. Yeah. So we can give, <laughs> so we can give a little like bit, that. so we can give a little bit more vulnerability of how we really feel <laughs> about the statement. All right. So first, never have I ever. Never have I ever broken up with someone over text. I have not personally, and um, I don't think I would. What about you? I most definitely have. I most definitely have. I had to do it because, okay, this was this was something really really weird. Okay. Oh my god, it's so funny that I'm even exposing this. There was this one summer, this person asked me out. First off, how old were you? I was in summer going to seventh grade. Okay. Summer going to seventh grade. So six six going into seventh grade. Yes. Okay. This person asks me out. I'm not going to disclose who they are because we just are not going to get that messy we're kids that don't matter yeah and they ask me out through text message i accept we date through text message for about two weeks write them elementary and then i break up with them through text message i mean lame as fuck oh my god so oh my god i can't believe that i but that's elementary or middle school, you know, that it makes Yeah, but other than that, I don't think I've broken up. With like as an adult? I've definitely done it over the phone. I've definitely, like, called them So the you've phone. done it not in person, but yeah, not over text. Yeah. As but a- no, I'll say this. I, I like the decency of breaking up in person because i'm typically i'm not trying to break up but it just got to this point where it's like we gotta break up it is what it is yeah so i at least want to have that person to person conversation but sometimes it is you just gotta it just turns out differently that's understandable all right next never have i ever Never have I ever made a dangerous turn on the road because of Waze, Apple Maps, Google Maps, or whatever uh, GPS system you use told me to. I personally have <laughs> because you know I, I'm not a, 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 a per, I'm not a, a expert driver. Nonetheless, I. I just go off straight to GPS. I don't know where to go. I go off the GPS. Everything ain't shit. updated. You know, the, the shit, shit happens. <laughs> what about you? 
I definitely have gone off route because of the stupid ass GPS. And that's exactly how I know that there's a glitch in that fucking simulation of a GPS. Because it's like, how do I know where to go better than you know how to direct me where to go? Sense of direction. Oh my god, it drives me crazy. That's a whole nother episode we'll get into on GPS and how the government is, you know, what's behind that. These are all facts, too, just so you know that we're going to bring up. Oh, uh, But our next Never Have I Ever is Never Have I Ever Dated Someone That Was Bad at Giving Head. Um, personally, I, I have. <laughs> You not was, even trying to cut you off, but I definitely no, have. I was going to say, you was, eager. you was eager for that. You wanted to get that <laughs> off your chest. I understand. It's all good. That question already done triggered me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> have you dated multiple people who would give it back or who are Typically, bad? I caught myself in the narrative of being the teacher. I'll say that. But not, not, I don't even know how. I don't even know why, but like. I just know what I like. I know what I like, and I'm going to... If I have to teach it to you, I'm going to teach it to you, but not, like, with anything, like... You know, I love actually doing that. I love teaching somebody the way that I like, you know, to be... So you have dated... Oh, yeah, most of them, most of the guys that I've dated, are like, not, I've had to teach them, yeah. Yeah. Definitely I've had to teach them the... I don't know, but maybe, but I think about this, maybe the, the, they just thought what in their mind was good. That's what they were doing, you know? Yeah. So. Because they didn't know everyone yeah, was different too. Yeah, so. Hey, that's understandable. I feel it. I'm not mad, but it does get frustrating. So, yeah. I will say that, um, I've never dated anyone who's proud of giving head because I've only, seriously you know done that with one person so you know we were figuring out together so essentially it it was easy in that retrospect that there was no such thing as bad when you're learning together Together. you know uh if anything we figured out perfectly because you know he was you were helping him figure out what he likes and and he was helping you figure out what you like exactly okay so Last, never That's have I ever. Up. No, I know, right? It's perfect. It's, I mean, it's ideal in any relationship, you know. That that's healthy communication, especially sex-wise. No, it really is. Honestly, I look forward to the day. It, the day will happen. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next, never have I ever. Never have I ever broken something in the store and walked away. I actually did it. Not that. Nothing like you go, but I mean, honestly, who really hasn't? If you haven't, I th- that's me every time, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you haven't, you a damn lie, <laughs> baby. I broke my ankle, I broke my own bone in my body. What makes you think I'm not gonna break something in your store? Facts, like, let's keep it real. It happens, we're humans, but you know what? You got enough money in the company to pay for it, so it's okay. Yeah, that's what that's what on what is it on property insurance is for public insurance. That's that's for. Good point. (laughs) All right, so we got our second segment that we're gonna bring to you guys to spice it up. Our first segment was a little light, you know. We're keeping it a little, a little fun. Second one, 
you know, getting a little juicy. The third one is that one's going to be where all the tea is, if you're ready for that. But here's our second segment. It's this or that. And we also are going to give a quick background on to why we chose our this or that or, you know, you know, just that's it. We're going to give our quick background on why. So first, this or that night in or night out, Angie? Night out. Night out, baby. Let's go paint the town. Let's go do some shit and get into some shit that you never even thought about. You know? I feel that. Let's go create a fucking memory and experience. I think, honestly, at the heart of me, I'm a night in girl. I'm a homebody. But I got that spontaneous side of me where it's like, I like a little bit of both. I like a healthy amount of both in the proper proper environment with the proper people. Of you course. Know, like... Like, everybody needs a balance. Like That's it, the thing. In general, everybody needs a balance, and you gotta be able to do, do. You gotta be able to do both. Like if I was, if I were to say both, it would be, you know. Well, which one are you choosing? Night in. I said the core me. Oh. It's a night in. I'm a homebody. But if I had to choose, you know, if I'm me choosing both, it would be, you know, five nights in, two nights out, maybe three nights out, uh, four nights in. If you want to get technical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not me, like, going to a bar or anything. That's just me, like, you know, being active, doing fun getting shit. Out of, getting out of Shit, actually, I might go out even more if it's if it's more active things, to be honest. Like, we're going to the skating rink or going bowling or something. Yeah, you some, could do a lot. A little top golf, you'll get out. Yeah, or getting some food or something. I or, think I remember you went to top golf, like, three days, four days Maybe even up to a week consecutively. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, damn, we're I gonna, love the golf. We're probably going to go in the <laughs> next couple days right after we go to the fair because it's going to be warmer or it's going to be uh, colder. Cooler. Yeah, so it's like perfect top-off weather. But off topic. Anyways, next, this or that. Concert or sports games? Concert. I agree. Concert. I would say concert. I love too. both. I, I yeah, concerts. I was gonna say I, I honestly thought you were gonna pick sports games because I know how you and your family are I, in sports. Yeah, we love, I love sports. And I'm talking about live, you know. Yeah. I love I love sports, but music is a different it touches me in a different way that is like deeper than I even know about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I just it, it makes a, me too vulnerable to not pick music. I feel that, and it's a mutual connection you can have with everyone. You know, like I feel like there it's hard not to bond with people over music, regardless of what you might not have in common. You know, that's one thing that will always solidify us as humans together. And you can feel that whenever you're at a concert, you can feel that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's dope. We have a mutual answer on that, and I feel like our answer is gonna be mutual on this one too. Which uh, one arrive early or arrive late? Mine's arrive late. Baby, my answer is arrive fashionably late. Yeah, of course. You <laughs> have to arrive fashionably late. 
because I learned that from my mother. Hey, why would I show up early? The party ain't even started yet. Shit. I'ma wait till the crowd's here. If I do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Next this or that. Split the bill or take turns paying with your partner. If you had to choose. Take turns paying with your partner. I agree to that. Because I'm not a like I'm not gonna make this big ass ordeal. About split splitting. the tab and yeah. then no, I wanna look more masculine, but I don't mind paying, but it's not even about that. I don't wanna do the the, the bigger banter within that. Either I take care of it, you take care of it, you got me next time, you can pay for my pedicure. I don't give a fuck. I, it's just the equal you thing. You know, I, it really, it doesn't hold weight to me. It really doesn't. I feel that. You just want, you just want it to be equal. The only way it's going to hold weight for me is if you're paying for everything. Then I'm really going to be like, Whoa. Like feeling a little like, damn, let me pay for something or something, you know? Um, No, that's the only way... Yeah, where I'm really gonna be like, oh, okay, you wanna do it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, okay. Like okay. it's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, but other than choice. that, if you don't wanna pay, it's not gonna bug. Like, it's not gonna bug me. But like, okay, that's your preference. Yeah. You know, do what you wanna do. I'm not mad. I can, I can most definitely pay for myself. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. So yeah, it's just on and off. That's true. That's your main. It only means something if you actually are going out of your way to pay for me. That holds more weight for me. I'm like, oh, 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 okay, thank you. I actually really appreciate that. Like, you know. Yeah. Then that's actually something that I'll like pay mine to. I feel that. I would definitely take do the take turns paying with your partner because you know it's like, you know, you give to me, I give to you. Yeah, you and I even do um, like. I do like even yeah, if you, if you pay for my dinner, I'll I'll do something. Yeah, like know, I yeah I do that with my friends too. Like it's I feel like because it's not that complicated to me. Like sometimes it's like you said, it's unnecessary. Split up a bill, yeah. do all this extra. But it's shit. definitely something you communicate because trust me, I've had boyfriends where they're like, "Can you just uh, give me your debit card so it looks like I pay for it? I'm paying for it." That's toxic masculinity. It is. It is. In its own way, but then it's it like, is, you know, but they got to work was down their for their own. My dumbass was down for it because I'm not judging you. I mean, you're not sense, dumb. You know? and, it, and essentially, it's not just fully toxic masculinity. It's also just like an insecurity that, you know, society has put on men about being like the breadwinner that, you exactly. know. And it'd be like, he paid for you know rent groceries that like what the fuck of course i'll give you you know like yeah. it's not it, that's what i'm saying it amounts to its own it its just own currency yeah it's just i get it it's just equal equal or yeah but if you're asking my preference definitely i think we're both like you said we both agree on that yeah definitely take turns, take turns. okay so next this or that we're starting to get a little bit more, you know, you got to think about these. Okay, okay, give it to me, give it to me. All right. Save a hundred strangers or save a lo- one loved one. A hundred strangers or one loved one. This one was a hard one because, well, it's really not a hard one. I'm definitely going to go with a loved one. Yeah, I was going to say. But I did think about it because it's 
I don't know. I think when I thought about it, I'm, I wasn't even comparing it to a loved one. I'm just like, damn, I'm just strangers. Like, Obviously, no. But I definitely would say a loved one. Yeah. Hands down. So, I guess my feelings on it is complex. I can easily choose a loved one, you know, but I can still feel like the option to choose both in a way or or bless you or I guess bless you or I guess I would say it depends on the loved one if I'm gonna be honest not to sound fucked up no I felt that because thank you for saying that because I feel like if you are older and you have lived a full life then it would be selfish for me to sacrifice you for you know hundreds of a hundred people who could possibly be children or you know people who are my age or just people who just need to live a full life Mm -hmm. you know like so that's why I you know it's like I would choose a loved one depending on who the loved one is and no offense I mean that in all respect just you know in the most logical way possible (laughs) Um, that is very logical but uh next one would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the richest person in the world? I'll answer first if you want to think about it for a second. Go off. Um, I'll choose the smartest person in the world because I know that being smart, I can get rich. I could easily become one of the richest person in the world being one of the smartest person yep. in the world. So I feel like that's just a simple answer for me. I would definitely go with um, being the smartest person in the world because there's nothing that I love more than to learn. I feel that. I love learning. I love knowledge. I love that. Like, it's, I love mental simulation. There's nothing like it. And being able to, I think that also, like, makes you, like, gravitate towards things whenever you learn things and, you know, it, it manifests into your reality after you learn about it. Yeah. And, you know, so it's really cool to know those things and then be able to meet people that know the same things that, Have you know, like can, yeah, yes, where you can conversate on it. And I don't know, I think knowledge is just way more powerful than money. Knowledge is, is everything. No, I definitely agree. Um, okay, so next one. Money or love? I feel like after the answer we just gave, it was pretty simple. Love. Yeah, I was going to say love. Love Love is blatant. Love is the blatant answer in this because yeah. love is... Love is everything. Love is the frequency in which we in which we thrive. And with love, you can do anything. I was gonna say you really don't even need to give a reason why. I feel like that's self-explanatory. There's so many concepts of of love that is it's just the that can enrich you in itself. So it's a sacred thing, you know. It's a currency. It's a frequency. It's something that you need to have in your in your life in order to even give a fuck about anything you know even about yourself 100 percent. so definitely love yeah whether that's self-love loving somebody loving it's all one and the same it's that same feeling 
I'm sorry. Let me not. Let me knock off a tangent. Next <laughs> question. No, you're good. You're good. That's why I said it's self-explanatory. We already know it's love. There's, you know, we all know the reasons. You Take know. a hit to that, baby. Yeah. The next one is one that I'm sure we would all truly have to actually think about, and that is: Would you rather have your sight, or would you, or would you rather have sound? Like, would you rather be deaf or would you rather be blind? And do you want answers first, or how are you feeling? You got your answer? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I would rather be deaf. I agree. That was going to be my answer as well. Unfortunately, you know, as much as I love music, simple things or I like think about like I wouldn't be able to hear my daughter's heartbeat if I had a child or hear her voice for the first time or you know just little things like that obviously that's the value of your your hearing on you know the intimate levels but I feel like we talked about this earlier when you're deaf uh, your senses in general when you're deaf or blind your your other senses are going to heighten so I feel like being deaf even if I couldn't hear my daughter's heartbeat I would be able to feel it yes so you know I've seen deaf people in the club you know being able to dance to the bass feeling it in their body you know feeling the vibration you know so I feel like it is possible you know if you don't limit yourself I feel like that's why that would be my answer to choose sight over sound yeah, I learned that at like, I think it was maybe like 12 when I learned that you can vibrationally feel, like if you play a piano, you can feel each chord of the piano because your body attunes to that frequency. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. Plus, you know, I, I, another reason I would go with sight is because, you know, seeing sounds, even if you can't hear them, you can't, that is, I feel like that is a thing of, even if you're deaf, you can still see sounds because you can feel the vibrations. So I feel like that's something that could possibly get triggered in your body with heightening your, with heightening your senses. Um, but moving on to the next this or that. Would you rather have free travel for one year or free rent for five years? And when I say this, I mean you can have free travel anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Free money. Everything's paid for. You don't have to, no questions asked. Go anywhere. And for rent, uh, obviously you know you could live potentially wherever you you know you could live wherever you want and you have five years rent free but let's talk about the cons here before you know we give our answers okay the cons of traveling for one year for for rent free is you know that's one year uh you essentially would not have a stable place to stay to go home because you wouldn't have a place that you would pay rent for unless you we're paying for that yourself because this is free travel you know i didn't say free rent and free travel <laughs> but another con is um 
if that's not for you, you know, moving around like that, then, you know, living out of a suitcase, essentially, that's the con, you know, if that's not for you. Uh, a con for, I feel like, having rent for five years is you would be in the same place for five years. So if you wanted to move or anything, you could not. You would be in the same place in the same state. It doesn't matter what opportunities you get. It doesn't matter what new changes arise. You have to stay in the same place. Period. Mm. So. That uh, changes a lot. So now. <laughs> uh, if we. I would like. If you want to give your answer first. Do you want to or should I give mine? Go yeah. ahead. You go ahead. You want to think about it or. No go ahead. Okay. I want to so, hear what you go with. <laughs> I believe. I mean, truthfully, I would choose. I be, I'm. It is a deep question. It's not deep, but it's a it's a it's a question to think about for sure, because you know, travel anywhere I want for a year, or free rent in the same place. All right, I guess I would choose free rent in the same place, but I would choose probably one of the top best apartments in whatever city I choose to live in. So that way I'm comfortable and at least, you know, living that luxury life for the next five years for free. Hey, that's probably my choice if I had to choose because that's just more consistent and more reliable. Um, the travel, you know, when the year is up, where am I going to go? <laughs> That's the only reason why I wouldn't choose it. Man, I'll stay. I could stay somewhere five years rent, rent free, save up all that money. And then travel for a year free. Exactly. Like that's what that's really what we're gonna do. Cause one thing is exactly like you said, Jess. We're gonna live somewhere nice. If we know we're gonna be there five year lease, you know we're staying somewhere nice. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the that's that's the bottom line on that. If I'm gonna stay anywhere for five years, it's gonna be a fucking penthouse. Like you gotta check in with concierge i gotta buzz you in to get up they gotta make sure that you're i gotta put you on a list to get in you can't just get in type of place it's gonna be one of them expensive spots for sure if it was five years but i need a lobby bar facts (laughs) all kinds of amenities (laughs) i ain't even gotta leave if i wanted to Sure. I need me a lobby bar, baby. Yes, they do every <laughs> they do everything for me. It's like living in a hotel, but better. Okay, so uh, before we get off track, because that one's such a good one. There's, I feel like there's so many good reasons with the rent thing. <laughs> um, the next one is misunderstood. Would you rather be misunderstood after death or forgotten after death? Forgotten after death. I, I agree to that because and there's there's not really uh, an argument about it because for like it's almost not even in a heartless way, but there's so many people that like death is a concept that we all have to understand. You know, it's a part of life. So okay. you mean in like the painful way, or? No, I just mean that it's a part of life. 
and once we come to that understanding and become at peace with the concept of death it's not really even forgetting about you know so to to elaborate what I meant when I said the painful way I mean like how people perceive death in the painful way yes yes okay I get that I I I I yeah. agree. Honestly, my answer is the life. Life moves on, and I don't mean that in a heartless way. I just mean that in a like it's it can be beautiful. Instead yeah, of and it I'm being, not saying I'm not dismissing anybody's death or who they've lost or, or their grief. Or, yeah, yeah, because we we're all human. We've all dealt with that in our lives, but I don't know. I think just the forgetting is. I've, I think from personal experience, I've, had, I've tried that, you know. I guess... really helped me, but... I choose, I would rather be uh, forgotten than misunderstood because I would hate to, you know, have a narrative of that's not me, you know. I would rather, you know, people remember me remember me as I am and then, you know, essentially just forget me. It's like, imagine being a ghost... And being able to see that, like, and you're like, dude, that's not even what I meant. Yeah, like, that's not even the, the damn. That wasn't even the narrative. No, for real. God, that would, that would not sit well with me at all. No, I feel that. Okay, so next one. Uh, would you rather rekindle, have a rekindled friendship or a rekindled romance? rekindled friendship I don't want to rekindle any of my romances I, feel I don't that. I feel that I'm the same <laughs> I'm definitely the same word I'm not the best at picking them that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> no shame I definitely would choose my friends because you know I feel like or friendship because I feel like you know I had friendships in times when I was evolving and healing, you know, so they got the the villain version of me versus like the true essence of you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if we're going to be real, you know, the villain, the positive, all of that, that is the essence of me. You know, it's just your perspective on, you know, how how you receive it. You know, and I just had to learn that. I guess that's why I would choose to rekindle so I could you know change the narrative if i could so it could be more of a so i could understand them more instead of it just seeming like i didn't care in some situations when i look back at it no i get that i get that but that's probably the only reason i would choose friendships plus also you know those essentially meant more to me than any of my previous romances romances outside of the one i'm currently in (laughs) but um moving on our last this or that is would you rather have a second love a second chance at love or a second chance for your career and when we're saying that i mean like if there's the one that got away or like starting over on your perspective of love or whatever the case may be um, i definitely say second chance at a career and yeah i was gonna say to branch off of that 
uh, that could also mean your timeline, you know, like if you want to start earlier, if you want to start different things or, you know. Oh, yeah, there's so many things I would do differently. Like I would love to I would love to just get a second chance at that. I agree to that. Knowing what I know. Oh, my God. And it's like, I wish I was just consistent. And that's the difference. The difference is like the consistency of like how much you want to work on your art. Oh, my God. I definitely understand that because that's definitely been one of my my biggest issues with, you know, me trying to excel in my my entrepreneurship and my career is being consistent, you know, and right. getting caught up in the simulation, like we said earlier, in the rat race, you know, like just instead of just like seeing the passion for what it is, which is, you know, if I had the chance to start it, to start essentially my career in uh, content creating or modeling or anything with film. I probably would have started it when I was about 15, if I could have, uh, with going to Booker T. Washington High School. Granted, New Tech uh, is an amazing technology school. It prepared me for the world we live in today with technology. But if I had a chance, I would have started there with going to an all-art school that would have essentially help pursue like help grow my passion for the career that I wanted to have you know like the inner child Mm -hmm. you know and I yeah I feel like I just never went for it because I was never encouraged to go for it you know I I can feel that feed that side I can feel that but that's just because you know sometimes our parents or the people around us just didn't know any better and they didn't even have passions of their own so if they hear or let alone couldn't pursue it yeah exactly you know we we were all could have been they grew up too quick or we all could have been in situations where we just couldn't afford it so it's just a just a dream literally and that's what makes all the difference is the consistency exactly and you can self-teach yourself and still be just as good that's the perks of you know growing up and being able to have that second chance as an adult you know giving yourself the chance to learn and grow whether it's your career or at love you know it gives you a second chance to really learn i feel but we got our last segment of the night uh this one is it's a little mix of juicy and a little bit of fun but it is called we're not really strangers and let's get deep and just so you know these both are card games that you can get at target walmart um most of any like uh grocery convenience kind of like stores that sells uh more you know like everything essentially and everything kind of store you can get these cards or you can buy them online on online on amazon whatever your choice is all right what assumptions have you thought or made about me specifically before we really knew each other um in a good way (laughs) both 
No, 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 no. And I'm telling you, in a good way, I'm saying this in a good way, um, I thought you were a lot friendlier <laughs> than which you really were. I'm dead. <laughs> So but dead. not that you're not friendly, you know what I but mean? But you thought I was more of an extrovert. But, yeah, because every time we were both lit, so you were like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? So, definitely that was one. I, I thought you were more open, not even friendly. Friendly is not the right word. Like, I guess just more open and, like, that, just that Leo, you know? <laughs> But excuse me. Well, I am open, but yeah, you are. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. I can't describe it. Maybe it is the friendly. I don't know. It's somewhere am, in the mix of both of those. I yeah. am open. I'm just very reserved. I don't <laughs> like so it comes across like like it's like when we first met and I was telling you how a lot of people find me intimidating like when they first meet me and they don't know me until they start talking to me and then they realize that oh yeah we could talk about anything like yeah like it's fine it's not a big deal but usually i do get the perspective of like oh yeah she doesn't seem nice or whatever and i i, I don't know if you remember but i told no, you I remember, that I remember. yeah like when we first started hanging out and uh you were definitely like i don't get that like i don't see that perspective but I feel like you slowly started to see it as as you noticed, like, when I would migrate into people that I don't know necessarily and, like, or just, like, even how I maybe express certain things to you maybe with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You stand firm on that. You're like, oh, I'm look the other way. <laughs> and it's not even, like, in a bad way. I just, like... You know, me and that's that's something that ironically me and Angie talked about that we kind of agreed on. The reservedness that I have is like I'm not gonna talk to you first, like like you have to talk to me. <laughs> not in a like condescending or like an egotistical way, but like I just usually stick to myself and like be in my own little world. And unless you're like, you know, interested in like opening like coming into it, then like I'm not just gonna like put it on you you know like i'm not like extroverted in that way but like if you talk to me then yes we can talk about anything and uh that is one thing that we agreed on was like how essentially you don't look for conversation from people you know like you don't go out of your way to start conversations you know like if people want to start if people want to talk to you they'll talk to you you know like Mm -hmm. like it's like it's like you are more extroverted than I am like when it comes to like naturally like meeting new people like you will be more like you know more more of a people person straight like up front I'm more of a like I gotta feel it out kind of like I want to feel the vibe out for a second first like just so I can understand what I can and can't say around you. Like, I just like to be conscious of that. And it comes off sometimes a little intimidating. But I definitely understand what you mean about <laughs> me seeming a lot more friendly. But that's just because <laughs> but that's just because of how we clicked. I'm not that friendly with other people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've like, never seen you give that energy. That's what I'm like. 
and it's like I'm not even like a bitch you know to other people but you know I'm not I'm not gonna give them the same energy I gave you when we first met you know <laughs> like like it's not like oh my god like like you know what I mean like <laughs> like, like it's definitely no, not like all that. the vibes were there that night for sure yeah for sure but I'll say that um assumption an assumption that I thought or made about you before we really started hanging out was that I mean I think I just thought that you were more um crazier than (laughs) than you actually were uh in what sense like more of like 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 it's like essentially you are as crazy as I know you to be but like I thought you were more like you know like like going out toxic crazy low-key yeah just because you can call yeah just because just because you know uh you know I feel like like if I'm gonna be honest like I feel like girls who drink a lot get a stereotype of being extremely toxic you know and you know obviously you know I knew you drank a lot and like uh before we hung out D would make little jokes like yeah when you hang out with Angie you know she's gonna take you there like like it's gonna get lit like in a good way you know like like he's just like just be prepared be prepared for 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 a crazy time you don't know what's gonna happen (laughs) so it's like you know I didn't know what to expect you know because I had went through my own bullshit you know with with previously with friends and shit so that was just like my only really preconception of you is that you could get too drunk and possibly be a little too crazy but it was I never had any negative like negative perception outside of like you know I feel like but truthfully that me saying you getting drunk and being too crazy I feel like anybody can do that you know I just in my perspective from the way that you know from no, the- trust me, that's definitely the narrative. But it's like once you go out and party with me, it's like, oh, it's not she's like not that. She's not the bad kind of crazy. She's the good kind of crazy. Yeah, it's I mean? definitely not like that. And it also gives like, like I feel like you know because girls who can drink a lot, they usually get the narrative that they drink every single day, like you know, like kind of like a lush when. Yeah. In reality, you know you know you don't drink every single day you know like that's just like a certain perception that I guess that like for me it's like don't get me wrong I love me a wonderful cocktail I love me some cocktails so that's that's just my thing but I know when I need to take my breaks I know when when I you know need to just detox from that for a bit it's there's a difference there's a big difference but for the most part, I'm naturally crazy. So <laughs> no, that's really, true. I don't really even need the alcohol. No, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. But yeah, we for the, turns it up over here. We just turns it up. <laughs> but yeah, to sum it up, I feel like my preconception was just you know really based around like the the narrative that people give you know for people who drink, which is really like at the end of the day, it held no weight. You know, it was just, like, one of those, like, slight thoughts, if that makes sense. Like, like, oh, okay, like, Angie's just, she likes to drink. Like, she gets drunk all the time. Like, all right, well, whatever. 
like just like yeah. you know like how like like you know like i like i got to get high you know like i like to smoke weed all the time it's like okay and i've been shitted on for that i have people love to throw that in my face i'm like dude i can drink and be responsible and be on my shit like i really can no Don't you get me definitely wrong. Like i'm can. not saying that i'm 100 perfect but i know my limitations like and as i as I get older and as I, you know, make my own mistakes and learn from them, I find my limits. Like, I'm not a dumbass belligerent, like, you know, unless I want to get belligerent. There, don't get me wrong, Jazz. You know whenever I want to get belligerently drunk. Yes, no, that's course. a moment. But I, and that's what I'm saying. But that's not regular. I know, yeah. I know whenever it's like, ang- there's like different kinds of drunks. There's just like anxiety drunks, celebratory drunk. Like, yeah. There's so many different so many different types and I know at least I have clarification of this is how this is what I want to get tonight this is what this is what I want to take it to so I love that that is good I will say to another assumption uh that I had about you which isn't bad uh was that um I'm not gonna cap I literally had this crazy assumption that you lived like this like insane like 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 I know you're busy all the time but like because it's like when you would come through it would be like you know it would seem like you just like left a party or like you left a, a like a hangout with your family or something yeah. like like it seemed like you had this inc- like insane like life like like the fact that you were even at Andre's was like, like everybody was like, oh Angie's here. I didn't even know she was coming. Like, <laughs> like I didn't even know she had time. Like, okay. Like I definitely thought like like it's like you are very busy, but I definitely thought you had like, you know like. I'll say this. I have a very. I know what you mean. I have a very random, random lifestyle. Yeah. It's unconventional. But Shut I up. thought it was like more. Uh, stricter i would say than it actually was when you were talking about your family and stuff like that like not in a bad way just like because i know how people are when they talk about like i do this and this and this with my family it's like my perception of you at first it was like okay so you're one of those girls like yeah you got a schedule when you're hanging out with your family so it's like strict like I can't hang out with you oh, on this days. I can oh. hang out with you on these days. Like, that was definitely, like, my perception of you at first. Like, like, you know, like, you know, I got to ask her, like, you know, when's... Beforehand. Yeah, like, instead of, like, realizing exactly how spontaneous you actually are, you know. It's like, hey, I'm on my way in 10 minutes. Like, I definitely <laughs> thought you were, like, a schedule ass bitch, like... Oh like, yeah. Like I gotta so fit you in. Like, like like I gotta Tell. fit you in. I have to do with my I have to do this with my dad, I have to do this with my cousin, I have to go to work, I have to do I have to you know Would you say so? It's an organized mess. Like neutral chaos. Yeah. It's like I'm not perfect but I definitely have this little OCDness to me. But I'm very loose leaf. I'm not gonna you know I'm not going to bite more than I can chew, but I most definitely will at, at times. I most definitely will pack it all too much in one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. Okay, so moving on to the next, we're not really strangers question is, 
do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? We talked about this, of course. Of course you intimidate others. But you didn't say why. Definitely. Like in your Let's perspective. Let's say for, started, for starters, the RBF. Oh, yeah. Duh. We love it. We stand it. Also, here, you have this demeanor to me that's like, I'm chilling. I'm doing me. It's like too reserved. They're reserved. They're reserved. But it's very, it has, it has some... Some gas underneath it. That's like, like I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm over here. I'm chilling. Like, we, uh, what do you need? <laughs> it's very much. Uh, what do you need? Um, I'm vibing. Can I help you? How can I help you? Because I gotta go. You know. I'm definitely a no nonsense kind of woman. Like, no bullshit. Like, if, especially if you don't know me and. Like I, like I said, I'm open, but if you don't know me and you're coming to me with like really stupid small talk, I will make it very apparent that it's not. It is unimportant to me. Yeah, like like I'm not feeling it. <laughs> like that's it, you know. Like I can have small talk with my friends because that's a different kind of comfortability. But yeah. you know. I feel like I do, it's just because I don't feel like I, not to sound, like I know it sounds egotistical or narcissistic, but I feel like necessarily I don't always have to explain to people the kind of conversations I want to have if we're not on the same wavelength, we're not on the same wavelength, I'm not going to force it, like, I'm very, like, strong on that, so it's like, you know, if I'm not feeling it, especially if you don't even... It's funny, I saw this meme earlier and it said something like, I love girls who uh, who are really reserved and hold like a really intimidating uh, aura uh, because most people are usually, most people around them are very strong people because they're strong in themselves and who they are. Yeah, so they can handle that environment. That and they understand mm-hmm. that, you know, her intimidation is not actual intimidation. It's just her being secure in herself, like, you know, in her surroundings. Yeah. So they're not threatened. It's a takes one and no one. Yeah, so it's like they're not usually threatened when they see someone like that. It's like, oh, okay, she's just in her, you know, she's just in her vibe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just, hey, how are you doing? Like, it's like it's not that deep, you know, like. If anything, you admire it. Yeah, like, versus, like, some people who are, you know, maybe in their head or might be slightly insecure they look at that that intimidation as like a threat in a way like oh like you're just defensive or like you're a bitch you know instead of just realizing that like I can just be secure and strong in like who I am and who I'm around I don't have to like do anything extra to prove anything to anybody I don't feel like anybody should though you know, I feel like, you know, if we want to talk to people, we should talk to people. If you don't, you don't. It's all about being secure with yourself. Literally. That's the foundation. Literally. And to answer the question on my perspective, if I think you intimidate others, why or why not? I'll be honest. I don't think you intimidate others. No, I'll, I don't think I'll ever give hints of that. I'm not. That's not on the agenda. 
Mm. <laughs> it's not on the bad bitch agenda. <laughs> hey, there's different agendas, different vibes. Yeah, for but the bad bitch. Um, the but, whole the whole concept of that is that it's not necessarily a bad thing to intimidate others. It shows that you have a you hold a power to yourself. And you hold a, a really deep power to yourself and learn how to master it, you know? And, and that's it. You can use it to your to your benefit. It's a very, very beautiful thing. And it's one but, thing to purposely intimidate others versus when you're naturally intimidating because of how you feel in yourself. That's two different things. That's literally, you know, like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Intimidating is in the eye of the beholder depending on where they are in their life so you know that just so we're clear there's a difference in purposely being intimidating you know because that's just being mean girl you know versus like being secure in who you are you know and people feeling and being on that same wavelength and then i also feel like you know there's not like how i was how what I was gonna say about you not being intimidating, I feel like that's you know the other version of you know the bad bitch because you can be extroverted and be friendly with everybody, you know, like that's how you are, you know, you're very a very bubbly person naturally, like you say hi to people, you know, like yeah, ascend, like I say hi to people, you know, if I see them, whatever, but like you actually like you know try to talk to them whatever you know them don't know them you know you take the little extra step you know you're a little bit more empathetic with strangers um so Mm -hmm. that's why I don't find you as intimidating I wouldn't say I'm not empathetic but I definitely I just I'm selective on who I give a certain energy to Mm -hmm. and I don't think you're intimidating because you know you're such a free spirit you're usually more open with your energy yeah that is true i do have to pay tribute to my free nature which i will say is a pro and a con because you know (laughs) it's like we we talked about uh uh, it's a couple so days ago with so the bad. but it's like I, I I deeply apologize I really do because it's this it's like it's this argument within myself of like okay I want to go out and do these off the whim things but it's like I know that it's like so unconventional for the people in my life and it's like I'm trying to be able to do both but like it's just I was gonna say I don't fight it I don't fight it I was gonna say you know your free spirit you know it's beautiful which is you know obviously a beautiful thing about you because you know you're spontaneous you live life freely you do what you want but the con I feel about that is you know sometimes you can be a little impressionable you know when you're in that too free spirit of a mode not like you're easily influenced i don't think you're easily influenced at all i just think when you're having a lot of fun you know and like you know like the, the it's kind of like that that tiktok that's like i uh you no, you wake up the next morning after drinking you regret taking that last 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 shot where you're like one more shot before the bar closes <laughs> it's like that 
No, yeah, that's definitely what I mean for sure. Like it's like you, you know, you're you're free spirited, but then it's like you know, it ends up hurting you essentially. And also like what we talked about not that long ago about like you know, you know, energy vampires and with how open you are with your energy, and like oh. you know, people love sucking like you know people it's like you get a you get a mix of of people who gravitate towards you you know like you get a mix of healthy healing and then you get a mix of those vampire energy suckers who just want to like take from you because you're so open and so free-spirited so that's why it's like a bitter sweet con to it you know Mm -hmm. like you know i feel like that's the difference you know with being reserved versus being just open you know like being reserved i might like be more limited or i am more limited to you know more positive connections that i could have because i'm more skeptical versus like you know your your negative is like you know you're allowing so many energies that essentially you could drain yourself yeah you know or they're draining you on purpose you know like Ugh. so that's the so crazy to think about. Like, I feel like I feel like that's the the con and pro of our intimidation. You know, like it's helpful to be reserved and it's helpful to be free spirited, but it's also like our consciousness is what really matters, truthfully. But I love that. Moving on to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, all right, off top. We got to think of our favorite childhood TV show of all time. And on the count of three, we both say it out loud. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I already got it. You got it? Yeah. Okay, give me one second. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. All right. One, two, two, three. three. (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I love. Spongebob. Oh I was going to say Spongebob, but Scooby-Doo is like my first, first real, you know, like before I even knew what Spongebob was. It was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. I got that on like an airbrush t-shirt at the fair. Like, and I still have that shirt at my mom's house. That's great. That's so throwback. I love Scooby-Doo. Right. Scooby-Doo never gets old. Oh my God. Right. And then, you know, they did their... Their comp, their uh, collab with Courage the Cowardly Dog that's on HBO Max. You guys should check it out. And oh HBO Max should definitely sponsor us when we get up. Mm-hmm. You know what's up. I watch you way too much. <laughs> Give me a free month or a couple. Some. Give us both. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, our next question is, if MySpace were still a thing, what would my profile song be? At the moment, who? Okay, okay. If MySpace songs, hmm, that's a good one. What do you want? Me? Oh, you want me to say mine first? Yeah. Okay. Well. Because I know you have yours. I mean, I was gonna say "Bossy" by Khalees because that was my MySpace song back then, and I wouldn't change it. Bossy by Khalees. Yeah, it still fits the vibe. <laughs> Especially the way I have my MySpace set up, hell yeah. And if if not that, then like Free Mind by Tim's or something. Oh, 
I think I'd have some like juicy jam. As your current? Yeah, I'd probably have Juicy J. Something lit. Bad Bunny? Yeah, no, not Bad Bunny. Juicy you wouldn't have J. Bad Bunny as your MySpace song? I mean, I might, but temporarily. But uh, I definitely have Juicy J at the moment. Or maybe Don Tolliver. Okay. Yeah. So Don Tolliver would be? Another. Don Tolliver or Juicy J? Yeah, I'll stick with what I'm. I'm. I'm a stick with what I'm. Don Tolliver. Okay, so our next is, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? What would my younger self not believe about my life today? Yeah. Oh my God! Everything that I believe in. Everything that I. My whole entire brain. My whole. Everything that I have learned. My younger self would be like completely mindfuck Jasmine. Like they would, she would not even be able to comprehend. You know, oh no, in, in good ways and in bad ways, all the experiences. Oh my god, it, it's like where do I even begin? Where do I even begin to explain how all of that transpired to this? Probably my younger self wouldn't believe that I am pursuing my art the way that I, or, you know, the way that I am. Not that I'm doing it to the potential that I want to be doing it, but at least that I'm actually making an effort and actually, you know, expressing my art through actual... Actually getting to where you want to get with, just even... If it's a little bit in the start. Yeah. Because the younger me would have been like, dude, I can't put like, would have never put anything out there, you know? Yeah. No form of expression. Just keep my head down. But that's the most beautiful thing ever. No, I definitely feel that. I feel like the younger, something that the younger me would not believe about my life today probably is that the fact that i don't know i'm able to actually live i don't know i guess the younger me would be surprised that i actually did exactly not maybe not exactly what i wanted to do with my life but for the most part you know in a serious relationship where i was with only one person for the longest time and that's what it was. I wanted to live around the, the country, live in all different kinds of places. I don't know. I guess I just like, I I didn't believe that I would have been able to do it. Aww. And, you know, also like with my younger self, the younger me was a church going you know, I still believe in God. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against religion in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, I just look at spirituality very different than, you know, some people who are in religion. And that's neither here nor there. But that definitely changed. That's something that I don't think I would have believed would have changed by myself. Like, I don't think I would have expanded my knowledge. I don't think I ever thought I would have expanded my knowledge and as much as I have and all kinds of different cultures and foods and religions and spirituality 
that I have. Like, I don't think that I just I always felt limited to what I knew. So I don't think that I ever saw myself with this much knowledge. And actually, I guess I did see myself potentially doing what I wanted to do. I just never knew when that was going to happen. So, you know, it's like I saw it, but it felt like it was just so far away. You know, it's like when I grow up, like I even still said that when I was like 25, like when I grow up, instead of like realizing like, you I know. I guess I was too, I was still saying that. Like, oh instead shit. of, you know, instead of realizing that up. like, yeah, like I need to do this. Like what's stopping me? Like, so I guess, you know, I'm just proud and grateful that, you know, the younger me who didn't have the confidence to even think she was beautiful as a dark-skinned girl can, like, you know, be on social media and take the pictures I take and, like, do the photo shoots we do or just, like, travel while I've traveled and, like, you know, learn what I've learned. And, you know, I felt like I was nothing. I felt like, you know, I was just this poor little girl living in this, you know, rich white neighborhood. Just so y'all know, it's different being poor when you're growing up, like, when you're redlined around and you grow to school with rich white kids like that's a whole nother version of poor like it's yeah it's like you're poor yes but then it's like you're poor and you don't know you're poor until you start hanging out and going to school with these white kids who are rich as hell and you go to their house and they got everything that you've been dying for that that's so simple like like it's just it's ridiculous i'm sure any poor kid who grew up in the suburbs and who understood redlining or anything like that will understand mm-hmm. <laughs> like it that merge is definitely a complicated complex and i don't think i ever saw myself being able to like get out of that and i'm i'm just blessed that i did like i'm blessed i didn't become a construct of that system essentially adapt to the whole like i just i guess i'm gonna be poor you know mm-hmm. like i guess this is you know that's a mindset you know and reality like that's where it starts and it's hard to break out of it when that's all you know you know but i'm i guess that's why i'm i can only say it again i'm just blessed and grateful that i didn't believe i was going to break out of it but I, so that's definitely something that i know my younger self would be ecstatic about <laughs> if anything but on to our next question uh do you think the image you have matches the image people see you as? Um, no, not at all. Because I I know for one, the way that people see me is it's no matter if it's a good thing or a bad thing, it's not really for who I am, you know. And that's all well, rip. Well, first of all, what do you think people's perception of you is? Whatever they want it to be, honestly. People's perception of me is whatever they want it to be. Whatever they want it to be. And that's the thing. Perception is what they, it's their opinion, you know, versus what I truly am, the true essence of who I am. I know that a picture is not going to give the essence of me. I know that... You know, this recording can only, you know, these podcasts can only give 
so but much if you could, if you could put it into words in the best way possible of how you think, like adjectives of how you think people perceive you, what comes to your mind? Mm. Like when, especially when you say, I would say probably people perceive me as this super sweet girl that just doesn't really know. Well, she's, you know... Like ditzy? Yeah, I guess more ditzy. Doesn't really catch on. And it's just more, like, it's, I don't even know. I don't know. Or I, I really don't know what people perceive me as. I really don't fucking know. I'm so tone deaf to that. I'm just... I'm what? just throwing what people have told me, you know, Yeah. to be honest. So what's the image that you have in your head of yourself? Mm, a strong-ass fucking woman that actually cares about the intellectual side of things and it's not just all a serviceable of dumb shit. You know, like, there's actual more... There's actual more to me than just fucking surface level dumbass shit you know like i'm not i don't want to small talk i actually want to talk about interesting topics of conversation like, you want to be stimulated yeah like mentally just, yeah it gets deeper than just let's go party let's go this let's go that it's just not anything superficial like i like i'm a real ass person don't just treat me like i'm some caricature of of your of your reality Cause that's not what it is. I feel that. I guess I would say, <laughs> I, I agree with you on, you know, not really knowing the image that people have of me. I never really cared. I mean, especially not as an adult. I never really cared about what the image was. But if I was to guess, I would think the image that people have of me is that like I'm a bitch, or I'm just intimate, like you know, intimidating, you know, rude too much to herself or that I'm over friendly that's so crazy how black and white it is yeah like I feel like it's either like I'm I'm like I'm really like closed off or it's like oh my god she's so cool like da, 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 da. like it's literally never in between I mean the ch- the most in between it is is like yeah she's really chill you know like as in like yeah she's somebody you can hang out and do anything with that's like the most like common uh, conception I've gotten, which I feel like is the most honest, relatable thing I see myself as. Like, yeah, like I am like, like I am chill, but I am also versatile. Like that's how Dee and Andre have described me. Like, yeah, she's chill, but like, yeah, you know, she gets lit, you know? Like, <laughs> she gets lit. Like it's like, but for the most part, you know, she be chilling, you know? So it's all like, she, you know, she like it, essentially like they know I match the vibe, depending on what the vibe is, you know, and like yeah. how, how things are playing out. Um, so I feel like obviously they know me, so I get an honest, pers- like I get a good perception of myself from them. But from strangers, I feel like it's half and half, you know, like it's either really really good. Lately, it's been really good because I've been stepping out of my shell and being more social. So I feel like it's been pretty good, and what I see myself as. It's been projecting more because I've been more comfortable with, you know, 
reading people's energy and, you know, navigating myself. I've been more conscious about that. So I feel like it's like how I see myself has been coming out. I do. I do try and and portray myself as authentic as I could be. But I do know that I am very much well misunderstood because I don't like how ironic how we have a podcast, but I really don't have a way with words, you know. Yeah. But I, I do like to at least attempt to communicate what I'm feeling, what I'm trying to say. And I love that. And I'll never give up on that. So. No, I def- a, that yeah. That's good. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You should always keep trying. All that All that matters is that we keep growing. All right, so next question. What do you think our most important similarity is? I'll go first. Um, I think one of our most important similarities uh, to me is, I guess, I feel like it's our spirituality. We have that in common, which is very important, you know. And also, I... I love how, you know, I love how we have in common the idea of just always being curious. I feel like that's very important to me because I don't meet a lot of people who are who are always curious. Like they're just complacent and like, all right, yeah, that's all I know. That I figured it out. That's it. Yeah. Like it's like, yes, that's it. Jazz. That's the one. You're right. It is the curiosity because every day we're constantly like. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? Like, and it's actually some interesting, whether it's about the mind, the body, the soul. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I definitely feel that as like, you know, one of the most important similarities. So is that your, your answer too? That's definitely a good one. That's, that's probably one of the like top, top two. Top yeah. Top two for sure. Um, I would say all of it, but not all of it, you know, because it's it's majority. It's like to the music, to the to the stoner, to the to the creative, to the humor, you know, like there's so much like it's just so, so perfect. But it's yeah, but the basis of it definitely. I love. I think the curiosity is definitely one of my top because I, I, I love that. I yeah. love that. So I don't know. I would say all of it. No, I. Agree. I had to say all of it. It's just the perfect alchemy. <laughs> it's a good mixture. It's like Patton said. It's epic. <laughs> it's epic. Okay, so the next question is. What do you think my defining characteristic is? Ooh. So, what I guess <laughs> I would say your most defining characteristic to me is definitely how free spirit and empathetic you can be at the same time. I feel like, obviously, we talked about the pros and cons of that and, like, you know, how that could drain you, essentially, and you know the negatives of that whatever like but I do believe that that is like one of the most defining characteristics about you because it is something that makes you different you know like you're 
you don't meet a lot of people who are very open and also very empathetic in a genuine way at the Mm -hmm. same time usually it's like kind of like a game in a way you know like let me let me figure it out let me see what's up you know because you know i i do that sometimes like i'd be trying to figure it out what's the what's the tea what's (laughs) what's going on how you really feel who you who are you really and i know you do that sometimes too but i do see when you're in your genuine natural state you are definitely more you know compassionate i most definitely have that side and I definitely feel like it's one of your defining characteristic with going with your free spirit, you know, because it's hard to be empathetic and compassionate and just a free spirit, I feel like, at the same time without... Like, it's hard to be a free spirit without coming off selfish. So to have a healthy mixture or at least, a you know, like some kind of mixture of empathetic and compassion is is good that's rare you know like you don't meet a lot of people like that bearded or just you know like i'm just living my life that's all i want to do it's just about me i'm trying to have fun like but instead like you know because i feel like you've grown up in a very family environment it helps you be more compassionate and that's become you know it's the it's the humanitarian it really is I mean, it's that. It's always going to be there. It's that, but it's also just who you are because I don't, I the Aquarius I know, I'm not saying that they're not, or all the Aquarius I've previously met and like had negative experiences with, I'm not saying that they're not compassionate or empathetic or anything, but you know, you are just one of the few Aquarius I've met who is just very different in that way because on the con side of Aquarius you know the god complex you know I'm always right it's always like nobody thinks like me so it's like that compassion is just kind of hard for some unevolved Aquarius so I feel like if we're doing you know if we're comparing it like to sign wise then essentially you're just an evolved Aquarius who you know knows how to be compassionate and still have that balance of you know your freedom Mm-hmm. and your individuality which that's a very big defining characteristic yeah I love that <laughs> so what do you think you're defining or my defining I feel that's actually really good to hear Jazz, because I really do feel like I have my moments where I don't I'm not I'm just being like you know I'm just rolling through the motions yeah you know and there's not really any you know, I'm not giving it my all, I guess, so. No, I feel you. But with you, I would say your de- most defining characteristics is your knowledge and communication. Most definitely knowledge and communication. You you can definitely spark a conversation up of, of mid-air, you know what I mean, of anything. And it just, like, cultivates into something and... Because your communication just, it's so perfect. Not even, I don't even want to say perfect, but it just, it, it's a perfect flow oh, for somebody so I to got, be able to follow. I got good charisma. I guess charisma is the flow of like communication and knowledge and, and, and that pizzazz. Yeah, like you have, yeah, I would say you have good charisma. 
But your communication is top tier. I, I'm like, God, like, I love the way that she perfectly sentenced that, you know, like, I'm like, okay, taking notes, jotting notes. Yeah. It's perfectly like, okay, I can definitely follow that. It's, it's, yes. You can narrate a whole audiobook if you wanted to. That's, That's how good your communication is. <laughs> yes. That's nice. And then another defining characteristic is, um, I don't even know the word for it, but people can definitely, you're good at expressing your energy. I don't know what you would call that, but you have a good way of like, when somebody talks to you, like, we can feel your true nature. You know what I mean? Like, your true essence of, like... Like, a genuine... Yeah, 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 I guess it is a genuinity. That's cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's nice. I try that's to a, be... That's something constant that I... That, you know, my cousins always say that. Like, She's so sweet. I try to be She's as... She's so sweet. I try to be as honest and genuine as I can. And empathetic at the same time, you know. It's a it's all about balance. It's all about balance. It's all about balance, baby. And on to our last we are not really strangers question before we get into the let's deep. Uh how would you describe me to a stranger? This is my homegirl Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> this is my homegirl JT. She can get into the mix. What do you want? Uh, what do you want to get into? Okay. I'm dead. Because if we're about to talk about some real shit, we got the blunts ready to go. Okay. If we're about to pop off and have a good time, double shot 1942. Say less. <laughs> Pretty much, she's with the shit. She's with the shit, <laughs> and then some. And then some man, a writer. That's what I'll say. A writer. Anything, anything you need, she's gonna be there for you. Hey, I like that. Okay, so I would describe. Definitely. You. No, I'm also leaving out responsible. Oh, thank you. I'll say this: always, you're always the one thinking the extras, extras step ahead with the details. Plus the sprinkle sparkle aesthetic. Bringing it every time. That's my bitch. Hey, I try. I try. That's my bitch and she match. My I've been trick. trying to I've been trying to step into, you know, that adult responsibility. Like we said, it's all about balance. <laughs> but I would describe you to a stranger probably as, you know, a very fun, outgoing person. Um I usually, like, to be honest, how I have described you to a stranger is more than likely you're going to like her. She is down for anything. Pretty much how you describe me. I, that, that's actually how I describe you. Like, I'm like, yeah, she's pretty down for anything. Uh, she, and I'll usually say this, too. She's actually way nicer than me. So, you know, uh, <laughs> if you want to spark a conversation with her, you know, she's down to talk, especially if it's about, like, interesting, weird, yep. weird things. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's and, my bag. And I probably also tell people that you definitely... Are, like if you if you need somebody to show you around Dallas and like to go out with 
then she's definitely one of the, a good person to know because you know she she goes out she knows Dallas like if you're actually trying to get a good vibe mm-hmm. then like that's a good person to hang out with um, but yeah for the most part you know I pretty much describe you as just a very outgoing loving free spirited down to earth you know down for the count and I honestly I always you know add Bambi into when I describe you like in a good way obviously like you know she has her bestie Bambi and you know they're like the perfect duo you have to see them together like when you see her by herself she's a whole entity and then when you see them together you see them in their full-fledged they are one no yeah like you see them in their full-fledged uh Rager mode, yes, I don't know what like, you call it. AMS night. And their true, true nature, Aww. essentially, you know, best friend, brother, sister, hanging out, letting it all out. Um, so, yeah, you know, I definitely just pretty much describe you as a genuine, open, outgoing, bubbly person. Thank you, lover. Of thank course. You, thank you. I definitely always tell people, like I said, that you're more friendly to me, so you're a good person to know shit. You'll get more out of her than you will out of me. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If you actually want to, like, you know, have a deep... I mean, we can have a deep conversation, but, like, Angie is definitely off-rip. Like, we can get right into it, (laughs) you know? I'm definitely, I'm definitely, like, a... You gotta, I gotta, I peep the vibe, you know. I gotta see, I gotta peep your energy, you know. But that's the difference, you know. That's, that's essentially. You're, you're the, you're the, I need to peep your energy. And I'm the, peep my energy. That's, but I was gonna say, that's the, that's kind of like the sister sign thing, you know. But anyways, getting into our last segment, uh, it is the let's get deep. So Ooh, that's gonna, what she said. It's going to get a little spicy, but uh, here we go. First question, Angie. What's an immediate red flag for you? Immediate. Immediately. When Ick. he stinks, he don't have a haircut. Bad hygiene. Bad hygiene. His nails ain't cut. He just... Uh, so bad hygiene, immediate red flag. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. I can agree with Take you on that. Take care of yourself, darling, please, because ain't nobody else going to do it for you. No facts. I can definitely agree with you on that. I feel like an immediate red flag to me is shit. I want to say hygiene as well, honestly. And... But, <laughs> but you know, it says a lot. It does. Especially it does. Especially on the very first instance. It does say a lot. But I also want to say uh, a big immediate red flag to me is how you respond to, you know, certain certain conversations about equality. I'll say, you know, I I'm not like one of those persons who like to poke the bear. But like I said, I like to debate. And I like to have interesting, stimulating conversations, depending on your perspective of that, 
you know, I, I wouldn't hold it against you, but it definitely would be an immediate red flag, you know, if I were single, mind you. But yeah, because that plays into how how is this relationship gonna go? How exactly. how what are you gonna think of me and my quote unquote duties of the household? Yeah, like, like what? No. And what are you gonna like? Which it it says a lot. It says everything. It really does. Everything. It's self-explanatory. Okay. That's a good one. It is. Okay, so the next one. What's your opinion on sexting and sending nudes? Okay, in the beginning, I was not... I'm like, what's the point? That's lame. Like, let me just... Like, I just... To be honest, it's just like, fly me out. You know? But... Like, like it's like too much of a tease. I get frustrated because it comes down to it. It's like, fly me out. Just fly me out. You know? But... I do love it. I love the illusion of Yeah, it's it's something that only you and your partner have, you know, and to get into that that delusional world of its own is just so it's y'all's little planet that y'all go and escape to. You know what I mean? So No, that's I love true. it. I, I genuinely love it. Um, but you know, you have to be careful because you can get dissed. You can get dissed so nasty. And if you're not sending it to, you know, there's always the chance of that happening. There's always the chance of like, you know, your nudes getting leaked because of a messy breakup, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, it, it is when done correctly, it is such a really fun, beautiful thing to do. Done it correctly really and with the right person. person who's not on some shady ass shit. Exactly. Because first of all, only weak ass niggas and weird ass girls post nudes of other people or whatever. That's not it. That's not that's not okay. We don't do that unconsensual exploitation shit. That's not cool in any way shape or form but to answer the question for myself i'm definitely all for it i think it's you know amazing especially if your partner's out of town or something and you know you you know like if they're on a little trip i feel like it's something good to keep it spicy keep them you know missing you more keep them wanting more like you know, Every time, it's that it's that constant connection. Or it's like they don't even have to be out of town. You know, they could be fucking down the street, shit, in the same house. That's definitely how I am. I'm gonna send you a random because if I'm down for you. Because it's like, damn, that's kinky. You know, we're setting the mood. All right. I love that. You I know, love that. That's it's definitely. just yeah, it's just spicy. Like, but like if you're with the, if you're like we said before, if you're with the right person, hey, it's fun do it and spice up your relationship why the fuck not (laughs) (laughs) all right next let's get deep question is where have you always wanted to have sex like is there any particular place outside of your house that you wanted to have sex yes where there's I know mine. I'll tell you this mine if you bad. if you want to think about it for a second. Because I know you. I, see, I got like, a you pick. Got a couple. I got a pick. Yeah, I was gonna say. I can tell you got a couple. You got to pick through. <laughs> so I was gonna say, either a Ferris wheel, you know, like in the thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like when it stops, 
and you're like overlooking uh that sounds hot to me um or shit on the balcony in vegas top floor yeah let's do it <laughs> that's uh, like, a good one like cause you know that's, I've never done that that's the, great or like you know like at a dope Airbnb or something you know like where the the beach is the view you know like somewhere with a dope ass view and you're on the balcony you know like some rich shit like some rich sex like yeah we're fucking on that's this all, yeah. on this balcony with this dope ass view and I don't care who sees Bal- balcony sex is, is top tier it is especially especially if this, yeah i was gonna the say view. especially if you, if you got this beautiful view it's like damn this is too much to take in literally <laughs> 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 okay no angie would you narrow down okay definitely a hot air balloon that's a good one Oh, it's a little tricky. God, it's a little I, tricky. One thing about me is I'm going to find a way to make it work, baby. Find a way to make it work. I'm Oh, I can't even. I could cry. I could cry the thought of me actually achieving that one day. I mean, that would be. That's one for the books for sure. God. I would love to conceive my future child doing that. In an air balloon. Babe, you... You know, you can see it's in an air balloon. <laughs> it's beautiful. We it were in the like sky. It sounds like something one of my kids would be conceived to. I mean, that is cute. That is a, a cute story. It's especially you tell your grandkids. Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't tell your grandkids that. I don't know, it's a cute story, too. <laughs> oh, my God. And then um, option number two would probably be Mykonos. The okay. Caves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I can definitely second that. Yes. That's. And did you have a number three? Or were you gonna do two? Uh, I'm just gonna do two. Okay. Cool. We'll cause... keep it light. We'll keep it light. Okay. We'll get into that segment later. Yeah. We'll. We'll. Yeah. We'll get into <laughs> that. Um. Okay. Have you gotten or would you ever get plastic surgery? have never gone plastic surgery but oh my god i have a list of all the surgeries i literally have a list of all my surgeries that you my doctors get. yes i'm not saying that i'm encouraging or that i'm not encouraging we all have our own perceptions on beauty but me on my personal i love plastic surgery um I don't think everybody needs it, but I definitely, if that's something that you want to do for your own personal reasons, then yes, then I support you. I don't, you know what I mean? Like there's, yes, I, I'm, I'm all for it, but I also do understand the negatives that it brings to the beauty community. So I feel that, um, I do not have any plastic surgery. And I've thought about getting plastic surgery, like not anything extreme or like uh, like on my body or anything. If anything, I've thought about getting a boob job, to be honest. A little mini BBL, like for like the one for skinny girls. I forgot exactly what it's called, but that was just like a thought. I'm not like. I can't say, like, I'm never against plastic surgery at all. I have my opinion on, like, 
you know, how I think people should get plastic surgery, but obviously it's people's body. My whole thing is I feel if I were to get plastic surgery, because at the end of the day, I would get plastic surgery, but I wouldn't get it anytime soon. I would probably wait until I'm like, uh, I don't know, 35 or, or after till I have like my full grown woman body. Uh, because, you know, I don't know, I guess I've just, in my perspective, I feel like that's when it might potentially look its best is, you know, when I'm in my full grown natural state versus like, you're not wrong versus like, you know, like your body changing so much. And then like, you know, you have to having to get more extra surgeries to get it touched up or anything like that. Like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not against it and I'm not shaming anybody who's you know, had mishaps in their surgery. That's just my opinion. Cause I know that, you know, I'm a skinny girl and my body could definitely, like my hips could spread drastically. Like a lot could happen by the time I turn 35. So, you know, and then I possibly want to have kids. So I feel like, you know, with that, I would rather wait, you know, with and have- I don't want to wait. Well, for me- If I had the opportunity, let's go tomorrow. Hey, yeah. Let's take the first flight, baby. Hey, do what you gotta do, baby. <laughs> but I guess for me, you know, I would rather wait. Like, if I had kids, I would rather wait until after I had kids. So, like, I, I just, yeah. you know, like, because I, I already know I'm gonna be thick, you know, <laughs> after the baby, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, that's the way I wanna work with, you know, like, that's the way I should move around, you know, instead of like, you know, doing it when my hormones are essentially still in the process of getting there yeah you know and then you know creating some other problem that's just one of my fears when it comes to the surgery but I don't encourage you know other people to be fearful like me that's just obviously like I said my opinion I would get it just with circumstances obviously uh but if you ask me when I was younger like when I worked at Twin Peaks, when I was in my early 20s, I definitely would have gotten a breast implant surgery. Like like about that, if I really actually went to see a doctor and had the consultation and everything, I would have got the surgery like within the two and a half years of me working there. But after- Yeah, and I'll say this, I feel like the older I get, I'm like, I do find different alternatives. Yeah, and that's that. what I was gonna say, cause you know, with the cutlets and stuff like for those who don't know that it's it's something that girls put in their bra to essentially push your boobs up to make them look a little bigger fuller um that's when I felt more comfortable of like why do I need to get a boob job when I can just do this like my boobs are still growing my boobs fluctuate a lot like I go from a double d to a c often just because my weight goes up and down, you know? So I, the last thing I'm really worried about currently in my life is a boob job, just because, you know, I know once my metabolism slows down, bitch gonna get thick. And that's gonna be what I would work with if I get the surgery. Because imagine how good it's gonna look, you know? Especially if they do it right and you go to, the, you know, obviously the good doctor and you're already like in the right shape. They're just going to tone you down in the right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just going to look perfect. But 
I love me a good plastic surgery, but I also love me a good natural body. Same. Same. I'm definitely pro-choice regardless. What are three things you look for in a partner? Okay, well, I would say like-minded goals, one. I feel like that's a very big thing. Uh, we need to have same, the very similar goals for our future, which is, I feel like that's just important. If, if you want to have a strong, serious relationship with anybody, you need to have similar goals on where you want to go. Um, another thing that I would look for in a partner is obviously good hygiene because you know who wants to be with somebody who doesn't wash their ass thirdly what i would choose to look for in a partner is someone who is essentially i said like-minded right Mm -hmm. um i guess i would say somebody who well i said like-minded goals or similar goals Um, so yeah, my third one would be someone who's like-minded. Like, not obviously we have to think the same, but we have very similar interests, you know, like, to where it helps when our, for our goals to match up. Even if they're different, our interests are so similar that our goals will align, if that makes sense. I feel like all three of those things are very important when it comes to choosing a partner. Uh, what are three important things or three things you look for in a partner so i would say one off rip would be respect there has to be respect i that's that's a deal breaker for me if i'm not being respected like there's there's nothing there you know i agree that'd be my fourth thing to add i do not like being talk to a certain way because I'm not going to speak to you in that demeanor I'm not going to try and belittle you I'm not going to take it to that level where I'm making you you know what I mean and if I do like okay yeah I'm not perfect but at the end of the day and in the the basis basis of the relationship respect has to be there in all forms you know no I definitely agree Um, a second thing would be trust. I knew you were going to say that. Trust is everything to me. That's my fifth thing on the list, too. Yeah, because <laughs> trust... When you have no, If you don't have trust, you have nothing. No, that's facts. As cliche as it sounds, it's the truth. And and that's with anything you trust. You know, you have to trust... You have to trust in yourself that... You know what I mean? That you're... There's so many things within your own life that you have to trust yourself with. And let alone trusting somebody else. It's it's a big thing. You're trusting somebody with your life, with your love, with your heart, your mind, your decisions you make on a day-to-day basis, your your mental state, everything, you know. Trust is such a beautiful, beautiful thing, and especially when you don't even have to think about it. No, it, it really is. It's even more... Yeah, you're right. It's just... It's beautiful when you don't have to think about it, when it's just natural, when you just know. You know, you don't have to... You can give someone the benefit of the doubt, and you don't have to second-guess them. Right. They're going to be there for you no matter what. Like, you can trust their word. You can trust their... You can even... You can trust their um, intentions. That's so powerful. And the third thing would be love. 
there has to be like intensity, that attraction. It has to be there. So that's like so important. The physical attraction. Yeah. yeah. You want strong physical chemistry. That's one of the. That's your third. Attraction. Attraction. Whether that's. It definitely has to be. Has to have both. Both forms of attraction. Physical and mental. Yeah. And emotional or. All the above. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all good answers. Those are definitely my top three, though. Do you think it's okay to stay friends with someone you have a relationship or sex with? You've had. Sorry. Um, You've had. Um, yes. And with either, boundaries. And with either boundaries. term, like, in either term. Where but you have to it? understand, like, that's an open, that could be a potential open wound, you know? No, that's very true. There's a lot of things It could get real messy real quick. No, for sure. For sure. Um, so is that your opinion altogether? Um, yeah, I would say it is okay with boundaries. You know, that, you know there's a lot of different scenarios. Um, take, for instance, a big, uh, father and... A father and a mother, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to... Yeah, y'all had a relationship prior, but... Y'all... I guess not friends, but y'all have to have a mutual understanding, you know? For the kids and yeah. the co-parenting. Yeah. But, I mean, like... Okay, like, let's say you had a situationship or a fuck buddy. Would you still be friends with him? You, yeah, you would. Yeah. Or if it was like an ex yeah, or something. Yeah, I would. I would because I, I, I don't know. I just want to end on good terms. I feel that. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to hang out, but we're chilling. Unless, you know, I'm emotionally not over it. <laughs> or they are not emotionally over it. Or if they're not emotionally over it. That's, that's where it goes back to the boundaries, like yeah. you said. It's definitely, definitely can do both. I... I would prefer that we could be friends. I prefer that we could be friends and we we don't like I said we don't have to hang out, but I'm not trying to be on no bad terms. Like no, let's talk I feel about that. it. You just want it to be copacetic. Yeah, copacetic, yeah, but truly, truly, we both can't be that mad of you know the way things turned out. It was, you know It is what it is. It like, is what it is. Let's just move on. At least there was a reason that we were vibing so hard, you know? Yeah, like, it was just, like, we learned what we learned, and we, now it's over. (laughs) So just be cool. Yeah. We good. Well, (laughs) if I were to give my opinion on if it's okay to say friends with someone you've had sex, or, yeah, with someone you've had sex with or you've had a relationship with, I agree with you that it is about boundaries, but I do think it depends on the depth of where that relationship went on if y'all could be friends because sometimes you cross that line and there's no going back. Oh, yeah. Especially with the intimacy, whether you guys were just having sex or you guys were dating, you know, 
there's just a certain way you just will never see them as a friend yeah like or vice versa if, if one of if one of those girls was your first love like how like that holds deep you know yeah like people say that you either move on fall out of love with people or like like if you're friends with somebody they say you either have truly let go or you're still in love but more than likely you're still in love but yeah i definitely i i'm i think it's possible i just think it depends on where the relationship has gone and what y'all have talked about and how far sexually y'all might have taken it you know and also how emotionally mature or insecure you are I think that makes it. There's a lot that too. goes into it, honestly. But There's I, a lot of but factors. The, but for the most part, I don't think it's smart. Like, I don't think it's healthy because it's like obviously you ended for a reason. Why do you need to be friends? Yeah, I guess the question is friends, friends. But then it's like I don't know. I feel like if you're if you're sex buddies or whatever or fuck buddies, you're gonna end up hooking up again probably one night when you're hanging out as friends you know or if it was a relationship that conversation of like well what happened to us that's gonna come up one night you know like that blurred line is gonna happen at some point yeah but if you just keep reiterating no but then that's like it's like that's it's like it's like that's it's like, I, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, if you think about it from the other person's perspective, it's almost like leading them on because some people will just always have the hope, especially if the love never died, it's going to come back because in their mind, how could you not love them? Like, how did your love disappear so fast if mine is, you know what I mean? Like, so that's where that whole, like, it gets sticky. I feel like it's just not... Like, it's, it can happen, maybe, depending on how deep y'all took it. Like, if it was, like, a quick one-time thing or, like, a, y'all actually can be friends and broken up and, like, you know, y'all are actually open. Like, y'all had closure. I just want to be on good terms. Like, y'all had closure type I wanna shit. I want to be on good terms. But we don't got to a- be buddy-buddy. We don't have to be in each other's lives. But... We just have to be, we just have to be gravy. That's it. Keep it afloat. Keep it moving. Don't get me wrong. There is people that I would wish to continue, you know, being in each other's lives. But just as long as there's no bad blood. Yeah. And I know if if there is any bad blood, I'm sure they would tell or, you. Or they're hurting you know what I mean? And they just haven't come to terms with certain things. I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, everybody has their own realization in the own yeah. time. That's why, you know, that whole thing is sticky. You know, it just depends on how the layers of where that relationship went. You know, I feel like, for me, on my opinion. Yeah, but I do know that it definitely takes time. Yeah, especially if it was a relationship. And everybody's and not just time like, is different, so... Yeah, it's especially if it was a relationship and mindful. not just, like, fuck buddies or something, like, or a situation shit. I feel like, yeah, you know, if it was a relationship, it's going to take a lot more time to even think about being friends. Versus, like, if it was fuck buddies, you, pro- you guys probably low-key could have, depending on how you guys met, you could either start as fuck buddies or you could have started 
as friends and then you know had a couple hookups and then you know it's you know what i mean like it's just like you could do the adult thing and just put it behind you like it meant nothing because you know what it was versus like building that deep intimacy connection you know what i mean then it's like nah, this is where the boundaries come in <laughs> this is where that time comes in for sure oh my god but our last and final um let's get deep question is angie oh god <laughs> what's, what's your biggest turn off what is your biggest turn off in a partner biggest turn off in a partner is somebody who cannot take care of themselves so hygiene no not even just hygiene financially not even just financially somebody who wants a mom as a girlfriend yes yes exactly wants you to baby them Took out the, the words time. right out of my mouth. That is legit one of the biggest turnoffs. I want you life. to baby them all the time. Yes, and it's honestly a trigger for me. But what's your what's your late what's your levels of like the mominess? Like, because it's like you know if, if somebody gets sick, obviously you know. Oh, I'm gonna, you're gonna baby be there. you. Uh, yes, but I love that. like, what's your level where it's like, yeah, this is too much. Like, I'm not doing this. This is some mommy. You got mommy issues. It's the expectation. Oh, you. Oh, you're going to leave your boxers out in the middle of the bathroom because you think I'm going to pick them up for you and throw them in the dirty bin. No. Like, Learn how to like pick it's, up after like yourself. Like it's right there. Pick up after yourself. Clean up after yourself. Don't be dirty. Don't be nasty. Don't be sloppy. Don't be messy. No, I feel that. Um, but even down to, I guess, yeah, a hygiene, but... Just I'm not I'm not your mom, bro. I'm not your mom. Yeah. No, I feel that. Be able to hold your own weight, you know. That's understandable. Because I'm giving I'm giving that. Don't get me wrong, we'll have our moments of like weakness. Like we all do, we're all human, but it's like, hey, I need a break. Handle, like I have my own responsibilities just as much as you do and you know, we're there to help each other out and be there for each other. And, but know, not to be taken advantage I'm of. I'm not, yeah. You're I'm not, not a maid. I'm sit here and do it for you. You know what I mean? I feel that. You're not a maid. It's, you want it to be an equal thing. Yeah. Or at least if I'm doing it for you, it's for a reason. Or, or not like for a reason, but just like like you were in a rush, whatever, help you out. Versus like this is just who you are on a regular basis like type shit. That's the, it was the ultimate turnoff, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Your biggest, oh, your biggest turn off. Oh my god! Can I? I have. Oh my god! I have another. And I have another one. I'm sorry, but I. No, have you're good. More. Go ahead. Ultimate turn off when a man has to bigen up his ego in front of a whole ass crowd, just because when in reality he just wants to fuck you. Oh, that macho shit, like trying oh, to do all this shit in front of girls just to make themselves look cool and not realizing they look stupid. And in reality, they just want to fuck you. They just, it's just like, wait, what? Ooh, okay. And I run into this all the time. 
They literally will make you look stupid. They will humiliate you. It's toxic masculinity. Yes. (laughs) It's so hilarious to watch it because you can feel how it's an act. It's an act. And then at the end of it all, they're like, they apologize for it. And they're like, I didn't make you, I didn't mean to make you feel like that. I was just doing you that because yeah, my friends. But, you know, I actually think you're such a beautiful girl. Can I get you now? I really want to take it. I'm like. Hold up. What the fuck Wait, did I just encounter? That's not. Hold up. Hold up. You said after all that shit, it's like. Yeah, because. <laughs> Mood. He really, he, he, he's, niggas apologized after being toxic. (laughs) The toxic masculinity is, it's. I can't deal. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like. (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry, you guys need an audience. You wanted it. You got it. It's, it's literally mind fucking Jasmine. It's mind fucking, and it just—it's it, giving those frat boys. I'm sorry. Frat boys, and uh, so, yeah, frat boys onto that. I think that says enough about frat boys. No, <laughs> no shade to all y'all. I know some of y'all be in there for the right reasons, but oh, you know, y'all do got stigmas. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll move on. Uh, my biggest turn off in a partner, I'll say, is I guess I feel like is my biggest turn off in a partner. Like, you know, I know not everybody can be consistent all the time because they have a lot of shit going on in their own life and everything. But I'm just the kind of person like, you know, you say you were going to do something or you say that like don't set an expectation and then when I didn't have the expectation and then it doesn't happen or not even like that but just like be consistent do all the stuff like be consistent I don't think there's really much to explain about that it's just be consistent keep that same energy like that is just a big turn off on me like for me it's inconsistency when it's like okay like uh, I don't like that flip floppy shit. I don't like that like okay, how how are they feeling? What's going on? Like the miscommunication, I don't like that. The flip floppy inconsistent miscommunication, that's a really big turn off for me. But thankfully that I feel like the miscommunication part of it and you know, all that can be fixed because that's the part in working on your communication with your partner. Mm-hmm. And you know, even though that's one of my biggest turnoffs, it doesn't matter who it is. That's my biggest turnoffs, even sometimes in friends, like unnecessary miscommunication with like, you know. It's because, you know, I told you, you know how to communicate. You're very, very well communicator. So it's like you don't really see the point in, in not being able to communicate. Like you, you can always tell me. You, yeah. You, know, you can always tell me how you feel like. I'm gonna take it either way, but I'm, you can tell me how you feel. Like, all, like if I have to eat that hoe, I have to eat that hoe. But like, I would rather you tell me how you feel than like be confused and like feel like things are inconsistent or like flip floppy and like I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
I don't know. It's just like I would just rather I'm the kind of person I would rather anybody in my life, like even though I know some people are they communicate differently. I would rather people over communicate. If it was up to me, I would rather over communication than miscommunication period. I would just rather That's a hard one for me because I get so misunderstood when I do try and communicate to where I just I'm more comfortable just closing off because I know you're not gonna understand what I'm trying to say. But that's because an assumption it's also, too. No, it's also because I get frustrated. I get frustrated because it's 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 not just your fault. It's also my fault that I can't describe correctly what I'm trying to speak on, what I feel, and I and I get really frustrated, and that's why I much rather just not like let me just not you know. Yeah. But see, that's something you just have to work on, you know, when it comes to your communication. Because the reality is, you can communicate. You just have to take a deep breath and not be frustrated with yourself when it comes to expressing your words. Tuning in. Right here, what that be? Oh, whatever, I'll cut that out. Oh. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of the... I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of the Delusional Girls podcast. Um, we got a lot more coming in store for you. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and check out our upcoming content. And we will have a website coming for you guys soon. Um, and this is JT signing off. Stay tuned, you guys. And stay delusional, baby. Don't forget to take your red pill.